Well, it's not a shame that he's always in the wrong place at the wrong time, but he'll be fine. Say he's prayed with something stupid, looks like keeping it the wrong heart. He's always down, but he's love struck. I'm sure he'll be just fine. Hello, and welcome to MASH, the first podcast featuring myself, Matthew Taylor, and to my left, I have Greg Ash. Uh, and this week we have a special guest, Tom Scobie. Hello. Now, I've, I've waited to now to break the news that Tom's not actually got his name in the title of this podcast. Any any thoughts about that? Because uh, it's, it's, it's MASH, it's uh, Matt and my surname, Ash. Oh, right. So that makes MASH. But, uh, you could have a mast, like a ship's mast, Matthew Ash. 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 And then I'd just be an ass. Well, well, yeah, our of, feeling was because you're in China, yeah. then you know you probably won't be here as regularly. So I have like guests present guest. Um, I'm just guest, guest, yeah, guest. the host. Yeah, you know, um, you're the guest. Okay, um, I thought I was live link off from China each week. Really. We can do that. Okay, um, but for now we're just we will have you on the periphery. Maybe you come in if you if you prove yourself this week, then you know permanent. Maybe, I get permanent. Maybe you'll make the it. UN or yeah. yeah. Um, so a bit of context about the people around the table. Um, I said, I'm Matthew Taylor. We're recording from Exeter um, in Devon. And Tom's finding that very funny uh, for some reason. Um, so to my left is Greg. We've been best friends for many years. He lives in Ellsbury. Up till this point, basically. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and Tom, we've also been friends for about five, six years. We used to work together and we lived together. And then he moved Broke away off. and left me. Broke off after that, yeah. You are now in China. Back and now he's in China. Um, Greg's an aspiring filmmaker. Not he? even aspiring. He's a filmmaker. Not even a maker. He's a film. <laughs> yeah, film fan. <laughs> film buff. Yeah. Um, so this is probably also a medium for him to... Show off. Yeah, entertain. Another form of... Another outlet for his entertainment. Yeah. No pressure. No. But, um, no. Okay. I'm going to get straight into the meat of this episode talk a little bit about Christmas okay. we're recording this on the 27th of December any any note for Christmas stories no uh, good uh, right well, so, oh go on no not really no, okay. you've made your mind up already business as usual was it yeah um, I was pretty happy with my performance in um, you know obviously Christmas is a big game big time for board games um, often don't come out the rest of the year sure a um, little game called Ingenious um, I've really taken to, and um, I think. Undefe- Tell me what happened, Greg. Undefeated. Today. Okay. So yeah, um, I was it, I was looking to sort of get in touch with the the maker of the game, see if there's any kind of world championships. <laughs> um, maybe I could start them, um, and and then I'd at least. Be well, you are world champion, and if we if you, if yeah, you start yeah. them now, you are world champion. Champion. And They've then got you, to start somewhere. You I mean, can just put it out there as ch- people could contact you and challenge you. You on yeah. Twitter? Maybe from this medium, yeah, tweet people me could. At Greg uh, at Greg underscore Ash. Um, Hashtag. But if you're a fan of Ingenious, you, you want to get meet, together, and... yeah, meet. And you're not that good. Get, <laughs> get in touch. Is it not a hashtag? Contrary? Hashtag Ingenious World Championship. Okay. Yeah. Just now, is it created that great? And that's now. That's now. They're flooding in. Any board games? Board. Board games. Uh, no, I played a mobile phone game, which is similar, which was similar to. A, uh, there was no board. board. No. You world champion of that? Yeah. Uh, I took it first. Okay. But I imagine it's quite popularised. It's downloaded over 12,000 times. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, perhaps not there. Okay. Um, I was going to talk a f- f- 
a bit about Christmas um, and some facts I pulled up this morning. A lot of them you probably all know, and I thought I'd say them, and then especially you, Sco, you're very good at, at expanding on these. Um, mm. so, so they were called uh, Things You Don't Know About Christmas, but I kind of knew most of these things anyway. Okay, um, so it's sort of things you know about Christmas. Sure, yeah. Um, first one is the Bible isn't mentioned at all. Oh, sorry, no, that's wrong. The day, uh, Jesus' um, birthday wasn't mentioned at all in the Bible. Did you know that? So, how did they extrapolate his birthday then? Well, it was actually, the actual date. So December twenty fifth. Right. So, but obviously they talk about you know the the kings and all the. the yeah, but I think it was actually it happened in a, in spring. According to historians, when they look at like the context of what people were doing at the time, it would have been about springtime. You, you're saying that stuff in the Bible is not necessarily accurate. I think that I'm not. I'm not saying it. No, someone is. Someone's there's, saying there's it. different denominations like. In East Europe, I think they have Christmas Day on a... Christmas Eve. Yeah, and other places have it a few days later, maybe Russia and the Orthodox Christians there, or Greek Orthodox Church. Bulgaria. I think Greek do on the 1st, 1st of January, they, yeah, they celebrate. Yeah. Is that because they're like, oh, Chris, Jesus was born then, or is that just because they just being different? I think they're just being different. Um, the 25th of December comes from, I've got, I've got it right here, the, 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 Catholic, the Catholic Church just instigated it and it was um, Pope Julius I who just, I guess, plucked out of thin air and let's say that's his birthday. I mean, let's face it, though, in this country we sort of start celebrating it around sort of November the 1st. Corporate Christmas. So yeah. it's, we do milk it. Sure. Um, but I don't think it ever hits spring then, does it? No, never quite. Although, yeah, almost. In some households, I think. Especially if you're lazy, you know, you, f- you can't be able to take down the decorations. I reckon if you get to February or March, it's almost, let's just keep them up. Keep right here. <laughs> um, there's actually a shop in America which has, is, is, is a Christmas tree, a Christmas decoration and Christmas themed shop which is open throughout the year. Hmm. That ever appeal to you? Well, there's a guy in the UK who, he, every day is Christmas, he has Christmas dinner every hmm. day. I've seen that. Got GMTV, wasn't he? Yeah, and it's that thing people say. I wish, you know, I wish every day was Christmas, but you, you know, you see this guy, and um, it is. Is he a beast? And it's it's not. No, no, he's eccentric, he, but he's probably using that as a springboard to. But he has a full. Make, he does have a full Christmas dinner, of mince pies every day, and I mean, it's it's his wife. I feel sorry for. But you were saying just the other day <laughs> that isn't a Christmas dinner six thousand cut. You eat six thousand calories. Well, I, I read um, that on average. Um, at, People consume about six thousand extra calories. I don't know if it's extra or just six thousand calories on, on Christmas Day, or uh, possibly Boxing Day as well. And um, obviously, to burn that off, that's uh, every day. Yeah. Maybe she has one meal. No, it well, the Christmas meal every yeah. Day. I mean, he wraps now. himself up a present every night and then opens it. The same present. Yeah. So I don't know if this guy's actually kind of something we should all aspire to. I'm not sure. I don't buy into it myself. I like the one special day. Yeah. Get a Scrooge. Uh, so that was new to us then, that information? Uh, yeah, I didn't know oh, that. okay. This one definitely Scrooge can tell us more about. Um, 1914, World War One. the the troops stopped fighting on Christmas Day. day. Had a football game. Had a football game and exchanged presents. That's what, wildly, what, wildly? What, wildly? Yeah, no, yeah, but apparently people don't know that. No. Was that, was that <laughs> like, like... Who um, doesn't know it? Listeners. Well, I just want. Well, I mean, how? I, I don't want to take the listeners for fools. Was this, will, but... was this isolated cases though, or was this sort of one massive kick around? 
Um, I don't know the exact s- spot or place, but this, as it goes, the Germans and the English, I don't know if the French got involved at all, um, decided to have a day off, sing Christmas carols, maybe have a tree, kick around. Think you do, I think that kind of highlights the kind of pointlessness of war, if you can just... Just suddenly stop it. <laughs> stop, and then well, all, yeah. well, they're, they're all of a sudden you go back to there it. There were some who didn't continue the fighting. They really? Fight, let's just stop now, but then the superior officer, I believe... Um, I'm like, no, let's get back to fighting. Because I think it lasted not just one day in some ways, it lasted a, a Christmas truce, might have lasted a bit longer. And where do you stop? Is it New Year's Day? They all get on the piss together? Um, Easter? Are they exchanging if only, eggs? If, if only. Um, Hanukkah? What, what sort of presents are they giving, though? That's, you know. Um, Mud wrapped in. Yeah, you know, poison. The odd grenade. Yeah. Secrets, maybe. Here's where all so, are. Yeah. Stuff's buried. Here's, you know. Truth. That wouldn't do you. Any. <laughs> that's that's giving truth as a present, isn't it? It's the greatest one you can so give. So yeah. sort of, we're ta- you know, tackling all the big issues on this podcast: <laughs> <laughs> religion, war. Um, um, what's the next one? Still on the Christmas theme. Yeah. Um, during 1659 to 1681, Christmas was made illegal in Boston, and if you celebrated Christmas, you were charged, you were fined five shillings. Boston, Lincolnshire, or Boston, and USA. Uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. Um, and it didn't become a federal holiday. Um, a national holiday until uh, like late uh, 19th century in Boston um, just generally I think that's generally I would have thought so. I imagine localised Puritan communities might have well it wasn't it wasn't um, uh, criminal it wasn't illegal after 1681 so people would have been celebrating it but well, I don't think it was a national holiday till later on so they may have you know people may have had their own local days off and stuff hmm. have you ever worked Christmas Day? no uh, Although have you Christmas? I've worked sort of Christmas Eve, um, late night. Iceland, Marks and Spencer's. Oh, Mar- uh, but it's actually more. that's that that's where you want to work. That's the hot spot because obviously you, know, you get to that late. The turkeys haven't been sold. They give them to the staff. So they give them cheap. There was one year I got four. I think four or five turkeys. What did you do? Then? Put them in the freezer. Um, four years worth of turkeys. Yeah. As an entertainer, Greg, couldn't you argue that that there's never a day off for you? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, actually, Christmas is the time where the pressure's on. Mm. Um, you know. How have you performed this Christmas, do you feel? I don't know if it'd be for me to say, um, Matt. Well, you must self-analyse yourself. I think we all should self-improvement. You go on the laughs, you know, the, and there was, a, there was a few. The thing about Christmas is everyone wants to have fun anyway, so the pressure's off a little bit in that respect. It's like when you're doing a speech at a wedding, like, everyone's already prepped up to have a good time. Already had a few beers, so... I mean, the... There was one pun, I think I did. There was just definitely a couple of puns I did. So I can't one pun? <laughs> what was it? Can you remember it? Uh, um, even, even That's what you need to they're make very, it this day and age. Just one pun a day. Very of the moment, the, the puns. They kind of, they, they're instantly forgotten as soon as they're... I feel like you're stretching your arm out to try and... Just trying to relax, you know. Just uh, trying, to, trying to catch my hands. Just trying to grab you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to take us in a bit of a different direction now. Um, I'm going to put you in the shoes of um, a, a president or a prime minister, a leader of a free world. And country. Yes, country. And so, you, let's say England, just for argument's sake. And you've got all the normal like Christmassy stuff that we do, mm-hmm. but then you're going to add um, a kind of a celebration from another country. And I'm going to give you some options. Oh. You're trying to decide on which ones. I've got one in mind, but I hope it's... it's it might not be on the list. Yeah, I know. But you, you can throw it at me, maybe, if you want. All right. Um, so, the Finns, on Christmas Day, they visit saunas. 
Mm-hmm. So that's something you could be doing. Obviously, we'd have to probably get a lot more saunas in this country. Well, I've I've had a bad experience at saunas. So, oh, right. um, I've actually had two bad experiences. Rash. Um, uh, no rash, uh, but um, well, the last time we were in Sweden, went to uh, um, a spa, and um, obviously it's the nude policy there, so um, there's it's actually banned. You're not allowed to have trunks on. So not not even maybe just. Um, a th- like a thong, a, a loincloth. No, it's, it says no, you know, strictly prohibited. Um, signs up. So uh, we obviously, you know, wanted to sort of embrace this simulate and integrate. Yeah, you know, we we did it um, as sort of five pasty white British guys can. You know, really threw ourselves in. And, you know, they have little towels, right? Um, and they are little. Um, we well, can cover like, yourself like a flannel. Just is it? about you know, sort of just just about wraps around. Um, oh, do you, t- you, do you turn it into a bit of underwear? Do you kind of make a nappy out of it? Well, yeah, but you, that, that's basically... The, the, the towers are sort of when you go into the sauna, <laughs> but the rest of the time you're walking around. Um, Starkers. Yeah. And is it male and female, or we... Well, I was hoping it was, but... Uh, just, just all the, nu- the nude bits, weirdly, are only... It's your sex only, so... That is strangely. I, I would have thought they would mix them. Um, there, there, is a, there is a communal... There is <laughs> I think a, I've just sent to an orgy. It's a communal bit, but the, that's... Um, you have to trunks close. back on. It's actually a bit, a bit annoying, you know, because you sort of... On and off, go, on and off. Yeah, you don't really know where you're... Where it you sounds are. like carry-on camp, isn't it, when they're looking um, for the nudist campsite. Is that what you're trying to find? Well, uh, I don't know. Basically, um, you know, we get the sauna, and it was quite empty, because I think it was, this was probably three or four days after Christmas and um, it's just us guys sat there and uh, in, suddenly the door opens and uh, there's a sort of silhouette in the, in the door and it's this big bulky oh, stacked, stacked or fat? You um, no, not fat like sort of heavily built sort of yeah, like yeah. a Charles Bronson figure Ooh, okay. um, and are you liking what you see? Uh, well, you, you can't actually see. It was a bit like the you know, scene in Apocalypse Now with uh, Marlon Brando sort of uh, you, you sort of half in the shadows and half I'm trying to like, you know, squint to see who is this newcomer to the, uh, <laughs> to the four. And uh, so the, at this at this time, it's you and the four friends sat side by side. Um, all around, it's sort of like we're, we're adopting a sort of horseshoe right. um, formation. Was this a, a response to him coming? In? No, no, this was just us. You know, all sat around, kind of not wanting to look really each other in the eye so and do you uh, hold your hands over your got the towels so oh so the towels yeah, are on yeah. okay um, do the locals do that or they didn't go down no this guy didn't have he, he, the doors swung open he, he doesn't, have the doesn't need the is there euphemism stores from him well no literally the door of the sauna swung oh open. okay he comes in he steps into the light you can see this guy's got a lot of tattoos um, uh, completely shaved so mm-hmm. you know completely Whack. Oh, head and all. Head and all, and right. body. Yeah. Um, Down there? Can't help but notice, fairly well hung. Okay. Uh, you know. There's a reason he's walking it's around It's quite naked. hard to ignore it. Um, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Is the fire alarm, you know what I'm saying? Well, no, he, he, he reaches down. What they've got there, you know, to keep the, the heat, you've got the, the water on the coals, yeah. um, which creates the steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he reaches straight for it, uh, doesn't throw it on the coals, uh, throws, like... A spoonful over one wall, a spoonful over the other, and then a spoonful just over him. Um, and it was like, it was very much like being involved in some kind of ceremony. Start, I, I, that was the start. And now I fuck and, you over the ass. Uh, none of us really want to be around for where yeah. that ceremony went next. But he sat down and he sort of sat on the far end, but angled his body to sort of just look at all of us. So just, he was part of the circle now? 
yeah, he's part of the, the circle. Yeah. And um, obviously the guy wasn't shy in any way, so mm. just let it all hang out and just stared at us one by one in the eyes. Um, like Almost like he was sort of waiting for a response. To sort of sign. Like and it, he kind of seemed to fixate on me. Um, <gasps> and we... Why is that? He's only human. I, mean, I think he was. Um, no, I don't know. Maybe I gave him some kind of sign. I think I... Maybe I looked at him for a little bit too long. I don't know. But he, he seemed... Well, you to, did say you checked out his penis when he came I, in. Maybe it's because I looked at his penis. Uh, who knows? Did he look at his eyes after you looked at his penis? Um, it's such up? a long way up <laughs> that I'm not sure if he traced my, my eye contact. But um, anyway, we sort of shiftily kind of looked at each other and thought, well, it's time to go. We'd been in there about five minutes anyway and we'd had our time in the sauna and it's just kind of a weird vibe you know um just no conversation or anything and uh, so we got out and we went to uh have a shower to get you know shower down before we go and get changed get in the shower and of course the showers are very uh very open there's no curtains right. basically it's all on show um I kind of... It's quite a vulnerable thing when you're soaking down. And, <laughs> yeah, like in a prison A little bit. Showers. Well, like, and he's... You know, as far as I'm concerned, we've got away. But then <laughs> as I'm... I've got away from, you know, whatever might have occurred. But then as I look round, he, he's then in the shower opposite me. And there's... there's neither of them have curtains, so he's just looking directly at me. And he hasn't got the shower on. He's what? just stood in the shower. So he's like, hands on his hips? No, it's yeah. very just... It's just kind of animalistic, sort of almost like a... Like he was some sort of... Ty- lion or tiger sort of stalking me in the wild um, <laughs> obviously I have quite an active imagination so I may yeah. well be sort of um, embellishing yeah truth. embellishing and actually wishful thinking on <laughs> I don't know you, do you have, when you're cleaning yourself off do you have like a, a shower gel or is it a soap there's a yeah. soap on the wall on a string or um, <laughs> uh, n- no it's actually um, fixed to the wall it's one of those yeah, yeah. So we squirts got, out. Yeah. Um, so squirts out. <laughs> there's going to be no bending, unnecessary bending. Bending, squirting. No, there's no, there's no accidents. Uh, you know that's going to happen. Right. Um, any, anything well, like that is going to safe be sex, Greg. Always on purpose. Safe sex. Uh, so, but, but, but either way, I still have to, you know, shower off. I still have to, um, still have to wash myself. Yeah. And this guy's watching me, so I sort of angle my body slightly to preserve some kind of dignity. Do you tuck it in and make yourself yeah, like a female? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Do they just I don't really have to tuck in. Okay. <laughs> just tucks uh, itself in in yeah, times of danger. Uh, and uh, quickly, quickly rinse off. The other guys are, are all on another block of showers, so they, they're not aware it, of this. Yeah. Um, How did you get separated from the main pair? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I think there was only four to a block. It's like in the wild, they get rid of the week and they leave them for the, for the lights. Yeah, I felt like one of those like baby elk, just kind of... <laughs> like take that and like... <laughs> David Attenborough's voiceover came on like this poor elk. <laughs> but uh, finished the shower quickly. I finished myself off um, <laughs> uh, before. Just to say it before you guys could. Um, and hot footed to the to the changing area. Thing, oh, you know, I don't escape twice. It's just I feel like I dodged a bullet. Yeah. You know? um, I don't know really what I was supposed to do there. Uh, what in his mind? Because mm-hmm. again, there was very little interaction. It was just a kind of was he absolutely still throughout the whole process? Yeah, it was just kind of there. Um, I think he might have actually not. He didn't turn the shower, but he might have at that point just sort of reached for um, some of the soap and just but not, la- lathering up. Not, I think not because he wanted to get just because he had to look like he was doing something. <laughs> a cover story. Yeah. <laughs> he just liked to token but the cleansing. I didn't really want to look at him too much. Get to the changing area and. Um, uh, the guys have already sort of started to get changed. Right. Um, 
but again, I, I maybe I can't think why this was, but I I was in a separate part of the changing room to them. Right. It does feel like I'm asking here. for trouble, yeah. really. Um, I mean, the lockers were maybe it was just a small bank of lockers, whatever. I was around the other bit, um, and uh, they they were already getting dressed. So I, I'm starting, you know, trying to get get dressed quickly. Again, this guy comes out of the showers. Sits down, um, <laughs> but he doesn't sit like down next to me. He sits on naked the, still. Yeah, still naked. Oh no, he doesn't. He doesn't put any clothes on the whole time. I mean, that's the one constant. Um, sits down on a bench perpendicular to me, and, and there's a big bank of mirrors, and, and he just looks directly into the mirror <laughs> to at, look at you. Yeah, so because I'm sort of trying to hide from this side. How many meters were away? Were you oh, he's about five meters away. He, so he's obviously noticed this. Mirror systems can be used to yeah, advantage. He's, I mean, yeah, he's, he's scoped out the joint previously, he's, yeah. he's, he's and um, he just watched me get changed the whole time. And um, did as, you, as did I you feel did, sexy or uncomfortable, I just felt really uncomfortable. Like um, sexy, while he's playing up to it. It was sort of, <laughs> oh, you know, a bit like he was undressing me with his, his eyes, but I was actually, you know, <laughs> I, 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 was, I, was, I was really undressed. So he was dressing you? Well, 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 like while he was dressing you, he was dressing me, he was dressing me with his eyes, and it, it was really deeply uncomfortable. Um, I did have two thoughts, though. I thought, first of all, I thought this is probably what it's like to be a woman. Yeah. Uh, all the time. Okay. From guys. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Um, obviously, you're not normally naked. But, sure. Uh, the second thought was, this is probably what prison is like. Yeah. And uh, you can, but you just can't leave. And I was sure that when I went to leave, the, that he would either, there would be the hand on the shoulder. And his mates would be there. Or it would be the, the, the turnstile to stop working. Uh, but it wasn't, it was such an uncomfortable situation. I couldn't really talk about it to people whilst it was happening. I wasn't yeah. like, guys, because he's like right there. <clears throat> so uh, eventually got out. When, you know, did you tell the people on the counter that someone had been doing no, this? To you? No, I, I think perhaps um, this is probably maybe a common occurrence there. You know, maybe this is where people meet up. I was yeah, going to be flagging up. him, yeah. you know, in some way. And uh, yeah, it was just so I don't. I'm not going to hurry back to the, the conclusion. <laughs> is I'm not going to hurry back to a sauna. So you uh, think we probably wouldn't add that to you. <laughs> you no, it's if certain scenarios have happened. Did it? Did you go through in your head like what you do? Um, you just like, I don't think did you be submissive or? Well, from the size of him, I don't know if I'd have much choice. Don't know if I would have had much choice. Mm. Um, Matt's telling me not to bang my elbow on the table. Just, yeah. He's thinking about the listener. Yeah. I, I think the listener stopped probably listening <laughs> a long time ago. But uh, uh, if they are uh, still there, I am. Sorry about the banging. Yeah, sorry about the banging, and I, I, I'm still here. Um, you know, anal virginity is still very much intact. So. Very but. <laughs> So that's probably off the cards, the sauna situation. But what if, say, males and females were naked together in the sauna? Would that be a different scenario? Well, then I would be. The you guy would be the guy and, um, harassing yeah, the naked females. Possibly just sure. watching too much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that keep that in your head when we move on. So. Um, oh, and he was touching himself. <laughs> I forgot that. Oh, whilst I was getting. Was that a constant? Whilst I was getting changed. How did you forget that detail? Well, um, yeah. I've, Where did he touch himself? Have you got a teddy where we can... <laughs> no, uh, it's like, yeah, it's like a child in court. Um, no, it wasn't his head, that's for sure. Okay. Well, 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 it was, was a head, head. It was a sorts. head, yeah. Okay. Uh, Did it... That was just at the last, that was at the, the sort of final hurdle. Um. Well, let's see if you've got any stories to complement this next little fact. Um, in Poland, they don't have a... As you were saying earlier, Tom, they don't have Christmas Day on the 25th, they're mm-hmm. on the 24th. Right. And traditionally they eat fish. 
because obviously quite I've a heard, re- re- religious animal. Um, and very religious animal. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That well, no, it is, isn't it? The, well, uh, the Jonah, the whale, yeah. the fish to the five. No, I was thinking like the, the fish itself. <laughs> going to churches. Yeah. And stuff. Doesn't pray. They go to schools and churches. They can't really put their fins together to pray. <laughs> <laughs> Well, seals can. Oh no, um, that's yeah. not a fish. No, thing, <laughs> not a fish. <laughs> um, but anyway, so on the twenty fourth, on the, when they're celebrating Christmas, they need to be eating fish. But and they, traditionally they only eat live fish. Well, not eating. No, dangling fresh, into fresh fish is the term. They eat fresh fish. Yeah. Um, but all the shuts are closed on the twenty fourth, and so they will go out. Shops. What did I say? Shuts. All the shuts are shuts. Sure. Yeah. On the, on the shuts. Shuts. All the. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, on the 23rd. And so they have to go and get their fish yeah. a couple of days before. So it's not really fresh. No, this is... Oh, to get, get around it. this, they put the fish in the bath. Um, and so you're just like feeding the fish for a couple of days, keeping them alive. Salt water or we're talking fresh water here in the bath. Well, it depends what fish you get, I yeah. suppose. And um, how... Do- and then on, mm. on Christmas Eve, when they're celebrating, the head of the house kind of butchers the fish and, and then you get served fresh fish. Huh. Good newt to do that myself. Yeah, well, it's a bit like a. Um, well, how, how do they. We do two days without bath or shower? <laughs> Maybe they have two bathrooms, one just for the fish. Well, they're not that rich in East Europe yet, are they? I'm not sure. You all have to sort that out. We have a similar tradition here, sort of, and stag do's, don't we? But it's like the penguin in the bath, from stolen from the zoo. You ever heard that one? No. I don't know if that's like an urban myth or that's uh, happened more than once, but that's definitely the. the I've heard it a few times okay. that they had this stag do and who's uh, they? Just you're playing it's, out always, it's always a friend of a friend, isn't right, it? Right, sure. So you're playing out the hangover in your head too much, possibly. But they wake up and think that everything is. Oh, we had a big night. You know, can't really remember much. Yeah. At least we're all here. And then one goes into the toilet, and there's a baby uh, penguin from the zoo in the bath. I don't know. That's, How do you break out a penguin? So I can understand, you know, in Polish. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so that's just the same. Yeah. Right. So that's something you could. Uh, add to the traditions here's another one for you in South Africa uh, locals tuck into deep fried caterpillars mm. of the emperor moth on Christmas day I could do that eating any insects in the past but is that just specifically for that day I mean are they just eating caterpillars is that the whole of South Africa or a particular the, ho- the whole at a specific I... time oh. into the mouth I could do that because mm. Tom you live in China um, you ever eaten anything kind of interesting deep fried like that or, or... Well, in, in Beijing, you get like deep fried locusts, like scorpions and stuff. Pigs trotters, I've had those. <clears throat> Not the hoof, just the meat around the ankle. Yeah. They go quite cankily, so mm. you'd have plenty of meat there. Are you uh, quite, um, do you sort of play it safe when you come to the out? Definitely, because when it comes to animals with feet, I just think they normally make animals much be intensely far, they'll walk around in their own detritus. Mm. So. Yeah, I've eaten an ant's bum once. Bum. Yeah. How do they specifically get the bum off the animal? <clears throat> well, the I was um, I was in the jungles of Indonesia, <laughs> and um, in the sauna. In the sauna of the jungle. Yeah, it was. A, yeah. Uh, so I was doing five days jungle training, and you get these like orangey ants um, just walking up and down the trees. And our guide just shows if you just you can just get the ant, and then you can kind of kill it by just squeezing its head, and then you've got the the bum bit left at the bottom, and then you just eat that, and it tastes just like um, like an orange or something very citrusy, like a Terry's so be... chocolate orange. Yeah. See, <laughs> so you... what that chocolate? How long are you in this place for? Five five days. So you're, you're licking ass for five days. <laughs> Was this not a practical joke from the guides? It may have been. Every everyone eats uh, ants bums here. Go ahead. Um, but it's very nice. Have you ever tried it with ants back home? Like. <laughs> 
No, I think you have to have a specific. These were big, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. Nice. How many how many asses did you lick exactly? I didn't lick the ass. It just went down in one. <laughs> just I just had the one though. Oh. Just the one, just to sample it. Just to feel like you've done. When you mean ass? Is this where they literally will take? A... No, it's where they sting. I think there's no ants don't sting, do they? They bite. 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 Yeah. Some might have a sting. But right? it's got it's kind of got a, it's acidy because it's like it tastes like citrus. Um, I can't really. Don't would you I recommend can't explain it? why it tastes like orange? Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> that was just in my head. I just love it. Um, so you, any any insects pass through your mouth? Uh, <laughs> um, I've, well, I think I might have been cycling along and choked on a mosquito before, but nothing, right. no ass looking like you. So perhaps we might not. And again, just keep that keep that one in your mind yeah, for later. Yeah, um, sure let's bank that one. <laughs> this is this is one of one of <laughs> one of my favourites in uh, in Catal- Catalonia. Um, the nativity features this character called Cagana, um, which is a small man Street fire. defecating. What? <laughs> yeah. In the nativity. So it's like a little it is. like I, a little mini- miniature of a man defecating. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know any history about older Cagana. This is it's just to show that I guess Jesus is for everyone probably, you know. Yeah, um, even the man. Maybe a bit of the yin and yang thing as well, you know. You've got like someone so pure and um, godlike, and then you've got Jesus, you know. Or he (laughs) he could ward off the shit monsters, maybe. Possibly. Did we not do any further research to this? That's an interesting one. That one. Maybe for later. That sounds. You sure it's not some kind of cult which do it? Some kind of evil cult. The whole of Catalonia, I think, is the the tradition. Um, Moving on. in um, in Caracas in Venezuela, they all go. They're very religious. All go to mass on um, Christmas. Well, Eve. midnight mass on Christmas Eve. Um, but they've taken to going there on roller skates. Good for them. Good for them. Um, apparently, really on mass on mass they go to the mass on, on mass. Roller, on well, roller I've, skates. I've been to Caracas and it's um, you've been Christmas, there. We, we there at Christmas Eve. Everyone skating around. Well, it's very crime heavy. Um, so, so it's to get away from the criminals. Yeah, it's a safety precaution. <laughs> get on the skates and um, are they blades or? It it says roller skates, so they were going to have three wheels in a row rather than the the two lots of four. Okay, mm. I wonder if that's on the that's the Christmas present every year. <laughs> skates, <laughs> maybe because you've worn them out on that that night. But when I was there, I, did, I didn't really let myself out of the hotel room. Um, Really? Gunshots outside, would you? No, you know, maybe it's just what you read, but uh, that was the one place in Venezuela that we were sort of told to really uh, keep our wits about us as tourists. Okay. Yeah. The rest of it was great, but yeah. Okay. Right, um, here's another one. In Slovakia, the senior man of the household, so that's probably none of us yet, so we probably wouldn't, if we if you instated this law, we probably wouldn't get to. Well, who is the senior the man of this household at the moment? It's Tom. Oh, I suppose this. Well, I go home for Christmas. That uh, now the, the house we're in oh, right now. Age wise, he is the oldest. So I suppose if we, yeah, okay. So this would be you if mm-hmm. we were a, a modern day Slovakia. gay family in Slovakia. Um, oh, gay. Well, it's three men. Oh, so well, the old wives are out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so the senior man, take, he takes a soup spoonful of uh, lokia pudding. Presumably, it's, he's made this himself. Lokia pudding. It's called lokia pudding. Oh. It's not lokia. It's not a pudding of phones. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to do something with those. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he makes his pudding, and then he proceeds to uh, throw it all at the ceiling. 
this pudding, this pudding mix. Yeah. It's the ceiling. Um, Did you read it? Like well, it's apparently the more that sticks to the ceiling, the better. And that's just what they do. Oh, humans do funny things, don't they? <laughs> so the, the more it does, but you don't eat it if it's like really good. Does it stay up there for well, the year? Stuck, but then you have to get it down and eat. I guess. Well, it stays no, up there for the I year. I wouldn't eat it, would it? Maybe there's two batches. One's here's the batch of throwing so a bit the like ceiling. If you, is. Similar thing to with the witch. If 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 like you burn, if you drown her and she drowns, she's a witch. witch. She, yeah. She's not a witch. Not a witch. Yeah. If, if she, she doesn't drown, if she floats. She's a witch. And then you burn her anyway. So you but yeah. So either way, that pudding is probably not getting eaten. No. Um, if it's yeah. Or maybe they eat it if it's not good because it falls back. Straight into the pan, cook away. Yeah, okay. All right, and... Um, All right. What? <laughs> and the last one, um, Canada recognises Santa Claus's address as um, Santa Claus, North Pole, Canada, ho, ho, ho. Canada. Yeah. So, so all the, the, I guess there's a government thing that they criticised the whole thing. So, if you're a kid, you can write Santa. They will open your mail, write a reply, maybe type in nowadays, um, and then and then send the little child a reply. Hmm. I don't like that they're claiming it from it's Canada. Um, or big uh, big bucks we made there. Instead of Lapland, I know. But I guess it's got a, if they wrote Lapland, then it will go to Lapland. Whereas if it's going to go to the sorting office, yeah, yeah, sure. Right, Canada. But that's teaching kids that. Father, they're teaching them a lie, really, that Father Christmas lives in Canada. Well, also that ho, ho, ho is a postcode, or is it yeah. code? That's H-O-H-O-H-O. Yeah. Um, Just three sluts there. Do you think that's something to sort of selling more stamps? No, I think there's, because of global warming, the North Pole's defrosting, moved, and a way to stake your claim, Russia, the Nordic countries and Canada, and maybe America all wanted to get a bit of a pie. <laughs> And these and Santa as a political pawn in all this, which I think is an absolute disgrace. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you prime, you brought prime ministers. You're going to add one of these things to the. Um, oh, I forgot all that. Yeah. Okay. But can it be can can it be our country? It would be yours. You, you but but what you'd have to do is you know set up a whole department that's replying to all these children. I don't want to reply if I'm a child. Like I just want the presents. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Which would mainly be sorry. Sorry, we, we can't deal with you. We'll try our best. All the roller skates have gone to Venezuela. <laughs> this year. Like, we but I, re- I really wanted a deep fight caterpillar <laughs> there in South Africa. Um, so, what, give us the options. Give the options to, again. Yeah. So, we could go to saunas. Um, we could eat fish on Christmas Eve, but you'd have to butcher it. Um, we'll kill it. No, that's a butcher. You could eat caterpillars, like mm-hmm. the uh, South Africans. Um, you can have the defecating man in the nativity, um, skate to mass, um, throwing the lacquer at the ceiling, and or finally set up a Santa Claus sorting office. Right. Yeah. As a head of a household, Tom, you can go. I'll go to Santa Claus sorting office. There's, really? there's, a, there's a business opportunity there. Okay. Uh, Just to, so people are spending more on stamps. Well, you get that. Um, you can get associated rights, websites, advertising. Yeah, rights, the URL. Merchandise, yeah. Okay. URL, uh, IP address. Well, you get an email. Maybe. Email address. Facebook page. Facebook, yeah, Twitter. So, this, this, another scenario, you're, um, you want to become the future Prime Minister. Would you use this to try and get votes? Well, yeah, there's austerity oh. at the moment. There's a way of generating more jobs. I'll bring Santa to England. Yeah, bring him home. Yeah. Santa Santa back. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Okay, Greg, what were your thoughts? Uh, uh, you know, like uh, I think I've I've got to go with the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because I think if, if more people experience what <laughs> went, then there'd be less chance of feeling intimidated. Right. Sure, that was only because you 
accidentally Safety straight arms. into another room. Would you still have? It was another room. It was just the other bench. Um, Survival of the. Sh- it's all a bit blurry that bit. <laughs> <laughs> what were the positives that would you know? Why would I'm you want to get this or not? Take Actually, him out of the equation. The positive. The actual experience of you know um, being naked with friends. With friends. <laughs> in a very innocent way is okay. um, I like and I actually think it'd be quite invigorating you know you, Christmas often about indulgence but you sweat it out in the sauna maybe have a plunge go to the plunge pool okay. um, and you would sort of add another angle to Christmas that you don't normally get something about sitting around do they get like bushels of clothes. some plant and they whack you with it or why would they do that? Maybe that's something. Yeah. Was it the oh, Turkish? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. The Turkish shores and they whack themselves on the back. You could do that, couldn't you? you could do that. Yeah, could, yeah. But I, I, no, I think fa- maybe family thing. Maybe keep keep the clothes on. Keep not the clothes. Obviously, not fully suited. But maybe just some s- swimwear. Speedos. Yeah. Speedos. Um, yeah. Let's all sweat together. Great. Um, In fact, I kind of want to. I can't want to go. Chris, one now. Yeah. Um, Moving on a little bit, but also in the Christmas theme, I want to talk to you a bit about um, best and worst Christmas presents. Um, ever. Ever. The reason I brought this up is... Um, ever. A few, this is uh, probably about five years. Five years ago now, I got the present, but uh, this present... The present what I got was, was it was a pen knife, and it was in this black box. Uh, it was also a lighter. It's a multifunctional. I quite like pen knives. Also, don't smoke, but light is quite useful. You know, I was like, oh, "That's a really nice gift." Well, this was in that period where you thought it was a way of impressing girls, girls to have a lighter on you. No, I think it was post that actually, because oh. there was a period where I thought, you know, if you, well, when people smoke some more, if you're low in your pocket, you've got a immediate talking point. Do you want a cigarette? No, I don't smoke. I judge you, but do you want a light? Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it was, it was many years after that. So I just, no, I got this lighter, but. The weird thing about this lighter is about four years ago, I got a lighter from my dad, four years ago, I gave him this gift. Back to him? No, I gave it to him initially. All right. And he's a smoker. I thought this would be Uh, quite practical because he smokes a pipe. It has like the knife, so it's good for getting the tobacco out. So I gave it to him. He held on to it for about four years and then gave it back to the person who gave it to him. Do you know this? You said it's the same one. Exactly the same. you got one already and you gave him one. No. I thought you said you'd got one for Christmas. Yeah, oh, and then the, the outrage thing is I, I would give it to him originally. Oh, right, so you, that was... Oh, I, right, I thought just, you meant before that. Yeah, I, 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 I got the same <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for any listeners out there, just, just <laughs> clean, good to clean that up. Yeah. yeah. Um, See, the first so thing, he re-gifted a gift I gave him to back, back to me. I figure you would notice. Well, I guess so, yeah. Or, did, or I, he, he forgot that I gave him the gift. I mean, that's... Did it say Dearest Daddy on it? <laughs> Well, I notice you've got a bread maker on your um, sure. sideboard, and that's the joke in old school, isn't it? Where Will Ferrell's character keeps giving people a bread maker, and they keep giving it. No, he keeps giving it back right. to people. And he gave it to no a one wants it, right? Um, just weird that you've. But everyone's a bread maker. I don't know. I, I'm not, it kept me up the other night. Uh, the sound of the bread maker. <laughs> A different different house. Ah, uh, different bread maker. So that's basically the worst present I've ever got. Um, and probably the two say the same. Yeah, because it kept away. Yeah. Um, either of you have had similar experiences like that? Greg? That's tough, isn't it's it? Just tough. Really I appreciate all my gifts, to be honest. Do you? Even I'm just if glad even if they're we, re-gifted. I'm just glad I live in a first world country. Yeah, we get through the year each <laughs> no, year we're um, tanked. There was definitely like... Uh, there was a year where my mum uh, uh, 
Well, my mum works at a family planning clinic and gets right. access to, um, you know... World-class condoms. <laughs> um, and f- for most of my sort of adolescence, I would be sort of gifted different types of condoms. Very much a sort of on the forefront of, like, condom technology. Yeah. But obviously the ironic thing was I wasn't really ever using them. Sure. Water balloons. Um, yeah. yeah throwing, from, it, throwing it students, that kind of thing. Well, yeah. Then they really came into yeah. their own. But uh, for Christmas, she definitely wrapped up. She would wrap up sort of various condoms. Um, Individually? No, often. Did you collect them or something? Well, I do, yeah. <laughs> Greg's world of condoms. I, I do, yeah. It was weird because normally it's like kids probably trying to hide the fact they're having sex from their parents and hide the condoms, mm. whereas mm. I was hiding them to show that to hide that I wasn't <laughs> having sex. Um, Do you think your mum did this so she can monitor like how you're doing sexually? Like You put them on your shelf and you're like, oh, he's, he's got them in order, colour order, none have gone this year. It's been a bad year. Yeah, they all just go out of date. Um, <laughs> but basically, uh, I remember opening some presents in front of my nan and they'd often be like in other things so like maybe a mug and oh there's a condom's fallen out there and it's like oh it's a flavor would you embarrass your nan no I I opened one because obviously she used to come to us for Christmas and she She would give you one no my mum would put them in my presents and uh, this condom fell out on the floor and my nan was like you know what's that and for some reason to embarrass her no, for some reason with your your nan you know 85 uh, it's it's harder to sort of so I said oh so it's harder to explain to her uh, exactly what it is. So I just said, "Oh, it's you know, it's chewing gum." Um, <laughs> and um, did you did you did you offer a bit? How well, stupid I, like, she was. Proceeded to open it and no, you pretend didn't. to put it in my Fuck mouth. Off. And, really? Well, I put it in my mouth. We let it swear. Was it sweat? Was it flavoured? Uh, it was like a black currant one. Oh, it's and, fine then. Uh, Chewed it for a bit, but then left the room and, and spat it out. So I used one condom that year. Well, no wonder this sauna scene has happened. You're going in there chewing a condom. <laughs> well, no, I don't. It's not a regular thing. Well, I, you know, no, it's not. It's not. How did you get into the like, sexual health business or your mum? My mum works sort of um, on the front desk of a clinic. Um, oh. So she, you know. Meets and greets. Yeah. How did it taste, by the way? I don't know if, that, if I should be saying that she steals... I don't think she steals a condom. <laughs> they're encouraged to give them out yeah, as a safety. Yeah. You know, but safety. you got your fa- more than your fair share. So. Well, much more than my fair share. Um, but again, not stealing. No. Did you get any other sexual health advice or products? Applied well, I heard that if you, know, um, if you have unprotected sex, if, 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 if you stand up afterwards, do a headstand, and then if this is the guy, not the girl... Do a headstand and then have a wee. The girl can't get pregnant. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. What? Does it work? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, I've heard a lot of things which don't work. Um, but if you eat, a, if you chew a condom, don't have sex. That works. Give oral sex to a man in a, in a sauna. <laughs> uh, no one will ever know. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, Tom, you've had no bad presents. Just. I've had mediocre ones, but I can't, there's no shockers. Nothing like, oh, no. Okay. It's not a shocker though. I was. Well, it's most people. Oh, it's a condom. condom. Yeah. It's a condom on <laughs> Christmas Day. You go up in the in the in the bath, club a condom to death. And... <laughs> <laughs> I would have said it's like a tea strainer because it came with a teapot, you see, uh, like with a no, mug. It's a mug. So you could put some holes in, like you could put tea in there, and it's almost like a. Yeah, well, that's. Is your mum a bit of a got... joker then? Is she? No, I mean, it, I think it was, just, it was an honest gift. You I get think the maybe. Flavor going through. Well, I can imagine you like gave some. Interview and give me a CV. And your mum hides a condom between the sheets. It falls out on this uh, your prospective employer's table. It's used used as well. That would be better if they weren't used every time. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh
Right, um, something else I wanted to talk about. This is something that I've had in the back of my mind for ages. And I've wanted to tell you both. You're both... You gay? You what? Guys, it's something very serious. It just comes out. <laughs> um, you're both in foreign countries most of the year, so I don't get to tell you this story. But um, about a month ago, we had, like, similar to what happened now, like, tremendous storms, like, loads of rain, loads of winds, like, pulling tiles off roofs. It was crazy. Um... But I, I have to walk or cycle to work, and it's about half an hour walk or cycle. And I go along the river, and so I was just, I think I walked initially, because uh, the weather, like, a bit dangerous for cycling to work. So I was just walking initially. Just had the, the storm the previous night, and walking along the pavement, and I see boxes of cereal. Like, um, what type? Well, here, I'll get to that. Oh. Just boxes of cereal, like, there's about three or four on the pavement, and then there's, like, a couple on the road. Mm. And ordinarily, I'd be like, okay, you know, someone's put out that rubbish and it's just throwing the cereal out or whatever. But are these, these are full boxes? It's just the cardboard boxes. Oh, okay. But what, what took my attention, or what drew my grabbed. attention, grabbed my attention, sure. is these boxes were, and I'm sure you're both, well, you said earlier in the holiday that you, don't, you didn't have any Kellogg's, but maybe you remember them anyway. It was the Gladiator from from our childhood. Remember Gladiators? Yeah. yeah. It was those boxes which had the holograms on. So it had like Wolf and Shadow. Mm, yeah. They were yeah, exactly. They were on the front of these boxes. Mm. So, so we're, like we're looking at like items. what, like eighty, nineties, early nineties, isn't it, Gladiators? Probably yeah. ninety-three. Okay. Like so somehow these boxes from circa ninety-three. Mm. Came through the space time to continue. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe some kind of vortex. You said you found them by the river. Um, yeah, but they were, they looked pretty good condition other than it had been raining, so they weren't like muddy or dirty. To me, it sounds like a suicide. It's like, what? A suicide. <laughs> some man, man is, is, is any, everyone's around him just like kind of, uh, I don't know, disgraced him, ignored him, or whatever. And he's taking his only cherished possessions, which are five Kellogg's. Gladiator boxes, take them to a river, had one last glance at them and throw <laughs> himself in. Uh, I don't know if there was any reported suicides in the following I don't, days. I don't remember anything, but... Maybe it was like um, some art installation, like a commentary on the, you know, poor nature of, you know, contemporary television, uh, reality TV. Mm. Um, Gladiators still is... Uh, how was it saying? For me, it's, I wouldn't remember if they put other things on a Gladiator, on a Kellogg's box. I think something about that. Oh, yeah. Well, you got that hologram, so you'd have to... I can't remember if you could peel it off, but you could definitely cut, well, it, you, cut it out. I would have definitely, I would have tried if you had walked past. I mean, well, do you not feel like you wanted Did you to stop one? and take them all? I stopped, picked them up, looked at them. <laughs> all of them individually? No, just had one. them all at Because I, I was like, well, maybe Gladiator's having a comeback, and maybe these could be modern day boxes. But I actually turned them around and saw the date. It was, it was like nice or something on the back. And they were. It was the wolf I remembered. That old Peter. Like, like, he's probably I, your operation. I can't think of something dark like a hoarder's just you know died and well, like, thrown out all that stuff. But not, not necessarily suicide, but just or like maybe someone's child has, has finally moved out. Um, they're thrown away the box. Yeah, uh, it's sort of tinged with sadness. That you yeah. Know? yeah. I didn't mean to bring this podcast down with that story. Greg's getting tearful now. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> just just on that note, though, sure. Do you have anything that you've got from your childhood that you that collected um, still and sort of refused to throw it away? Specifically cereal boxes. Specifically gladiator <laughs> cereal. No. Just, uh... <laughs> they were my boxes, guys. <laughs> How can we get some more? Um, 
sentimental about childhood things. Because you used um, to collect a lot of things. I did you? collect a lot of things, and I have a lot of things in my loft. I think as I'm getting older, and we're more of a throwaway society, oh, and everyone can, everything can be like digitally recorded. I, I like this podcast. Like this podcast. I get rid of a lot of stuff. Mostly I take a picture of it before I throw it away, because really? mostly you keep it because you want to look at it. To my ex-girlfriends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many ex-girlfriends have you got in the loft? <laughs> take a bite <laughs> um, yeah so that's what, kind of what I tend to do nowadays which I don't know why it didn't occur to me before so all those all that, all that stuff you've got me in the past Greg the nice t-shirts and you know that they're just charity shop but I've got a picture do you ever come a day where you, you want to throw away those pictures of the, of the well they're stuff? just on one you just take a photo so. of the pictures yeah the camera <laughs> <laughs> Tom anything you've got that you sort of hold some sort of sentimental value from childhood um, Apart from your memories, and so we're talking about the nineteen fifties. What um, post-war? Post-war. I think it's time. <laughs> Ration book. <laughs> it's time. Oh, sorry. You're trying to break every chair in the house. They're not strong. Are they? Okay. Well, not when you're swinging on them like a monkey. Oh, sorry. Um, no, I think as I've grown, grown older, I've become less and less sentimental. Yeah. But then I think like later on I'll regret becoming less and less sentimental and wish I hadn't thrown it out. So you'd be what more ones? sentimental about the fact that you used to be <laughs> Yeah. What um, item would you, do you wish that there's one item that you wish you still had? Maybe we can try and get it on either. A girlfriend? No. An ex-girlfriend? It's got one. I'm sure there is something but it can't be that important because it can't... Can't think of it. Yeah. I have a regret that I remember I sent away for... Remember um, Space Jam? Yeah. Um, I I think you had to collect something. It might, might have been through cereal, and I had a, tw- a Tweety or a, a Sylvester uh, Space Jam a toy. I, there was a what the fuck's the word? Um, it's not swearing. Ornament. That ornament. It's, that's the third um, time, huh? And I remember it broken and move once, and that's a bit of a regret. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I just uh, tried to erase sentimental sentimentality from my. That's my Chinese thing, though, isn't it? Though all just history robotic. is just. Yeah, kind of there is no history. history. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, I think it's the best way to. I'm, I'm pretty sentimental I think, about lots of things. Throw it away, forget it. My old diaries and all that kind of stuff. But that, yeah, I would never throw away a diary, and if I did, I have to take a picture of every page. Yeah, exactly. Do, do you have like? Do you feel like you've got one foot in the past by keeping these things? Very much so. I mean, you can return to that secure environment which was the past. The womb, the womb. Yeah, I collect wombs. <laughs> Can't Next sound. feature. <laughs> um, so um, we're going to do this as um, a rolling agenda item for this meeting, um, which is it's going to be called Fifty Shades of Greg. Well, it's already called Fifty Shades of Greg. At the moment, it's um, a blog form, and now yeah. we're bringing it to the to the masses in audio form. Yeah, what it is is basically, um, you know, I've I've lived a life probably that's already become evident from my, some of my stories uh, uh, of sort of. Not much sexual adventure. Uh, the Fifty Shades of Greg is my attempt to sort of, I don't know, uh, record my unerotic, unerotic memoirs. So all the times I maybe perhaps could have um, had a sexual encounter or, and it's gone wrong or it's not happened. Well, the uh, sauna incident was yeah. a well, great actually, example. That, that is, that is one of my Shades. Fifty Shades. Um, and uh, Do I, don't know whether, I don't know whether that counts as one. I mean, it was... So Fifty Shades of Greek is about your sexual failures. Exactly. Or yeah. Is it so about how you go romance over... of you know my attempt to maybe... Does it detail you're gonna overcome them? Um no, I mean it's celebrating the failures in the oh, hope okay. that maybe we'll if, if I don't learn from them, maybe the readers will. Okay. 
Um, well, maybe we'll use that as your fifth shape. We'll do some kind of nice theme tune. We'll insert that later. Yeah, I mean, if people want to um, read more, they're all available at fiftyshadesofgreg.com. Uh, that, that's what I wanted to do on the plug. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, Is but, there a monthly newsletter thing? Uh, I try and write uh, at my best. I try and do one a week, but in the last month or so, okay. I've definitely slacked off. But there'll be there's, there's fifty there's fifty waiting to be done. Okay. I think we're on number seventeen so far. Okay. So plenty more to. Could I just get another question? Sure. Um, what inspired you? I, obviously, there's Fifty Shades of Grey. Sure. You're just piggybacking on the back of that, really. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. And then obviously the movie's coming out next year, so I'm hoping that Spin with that movie. success, will that's going to drive more traffic to my side. Maybe just through spelling mistakes. <laughs> and then you could get a movie your own, so. And uh, yeah, I would love that. Called Fifty Shades of Grey, which could outstrip the original. No pun intended, yeah. Excellent. Exactly. Um, I'd love that to happen. Um, right. I've talked to you about this before. We've got, got, got to the quiz part of the, uh, <laughs> Thank you. of the podcast, which I know you're both... The quiz part. You're right. both very much looking forward to this part, I feel. Um, so what I've done, um, just, to, just to reiterate, and just to explain to the, to the listener... Because <laughs> there is two of them. <laughs> um, so what I've done, we've got a good friend, uh, Michael Kettle, um, who may well be a guest, a guest in one of this, these podcasts. Maybe when Tom goes back, we do a sim- goes back to China, we do a similar thing. We get Mikey in the hot seat, and we'll we'll play out the same kind of quiz for you. Um, so Mike's in Japan. Um, he's been a good friend of mine since. Well, we went to school together since uh, probably the age of eight. Um, so we've been friends for many years. He's quite a quirky, quite interesting character. Um, deviant? S- would you call him a deviant? <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't call him a deviant, no. Um, similar to Greg, he's kind of like, um, I, th- I think of him as a, someone who's maybe... A man-child. Man- exactly, that's exactly it, yeah. He's, he's still living the life that every 18-year-old should be, should be living, really. Oh, yeah. He, he's, yeah. he's going out there having fun, and he seems to be doing More that. More fun than Greg? Well, I'm not having fun, so oh, just okay. to clarify, that's, that's where we differ. Okay. Um, <laughs> but... He's quite a quirky guy, got lots of tattoos. Um, I don't have any. Think about the lead singer of Lost Prophet without the paedophilia. (laughs) For the tattoos, just the tattoos. uh, Yeah, you could have picked any (laughs) any tattooed person Yeah, chose that. Sorry. Um, Any other adjectives you would use to describe Mikey? Um, Metro, quite metro. Yeah, I just sort of see him as a... 90s? 90s? Quite 90s, yeah. Joe 90. It's like, late, like, like, you can't imagine where you're like a like, salt and pepper type <laughs> era. I, I, don't I don't know, I just think he's just a good fun guy. It's yeah. almost like a cartoon character, really. Half gold. Right. So basically, but what I want to do is <laughs> take all these kind of feelings of Mikey and then think what he might do in certain scenarios, which I'm going to present to you. Okay. Okay, so there's 10... So we have to get into the mind of Mikey. Mikey mind of Mikey... There's 10 scenarios, but we might discuss the scenarios ourselves, kind of see what we, we might do ourselves in these scenarios. So here's the first one. It's quite an obvious one, quite an easy one. And do we have the actual answers at the end of this? We do have the actual answers okay. at the end. Yeah, Thanks excellent. for asking, Tom. And it will be actually... It's like a, Mr. and Mrs., but with Mikey. It's Mr. 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 Mikey. Mr. Mikey. Um, but I'll give you an, the answers after each question, after, after, after your guesses, yeah. so that you can get closer and closer to kind of thinking what... What Mikey's like, but bear in mind that I wrote the answers that Mikey didn't. Mm. So you've got to think a bit like maybe, QI. Maybe what did Mike write? What did Matt write? You know. Ooh. Okay. So if you if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? 
So, shall I ask you guys maybe what, what would we got options or we just uh, what for you, you personally what would you do I will give you options but just have you ever thought, ever thought about it what superpower you might have no obviously not no okay we'll go straight to Mikey's answer okay um, so option A uh, Goku from Dragon Ball Z he can grow big fire fireballs and has cool hair that's option B. A. Option but that's, that's just a description of another person. But is that what you... Uh, I don't know. Right. I'm, you know, you judge this as you will. We okay. don't know what you wrote. I know, but yeah. B. It's a very radio... Definitely... Really full now. Definitely invisibility for the obvious reasons. For the sauna moments. Okay. Yeah. Right. C. Flying. I used to dream of flying a lot back in my top bunk days. Plus you could keep it a secret and become a... Famous long jumper. Top what days? Top bunk oh. days. And uh, keep it secret and become a famous long jumper. So, uh, which do you think Mikey chose out of those? I'm going to definitely see, I think, mean, top bunk. I think, so, I, I, I think it's the Dragon Ball uh, reference down Mikey. He's been in Japan. It's he loves Ball. sort of anime. And Goku got cool hair. Mikey quite likes, quite a fan of doing stuff with his hair, isn't he? So. Yeah, and I think it's a bit left field. <laughs> I mean, the visibility is a bit too cliche for Mikey, I think. Okay. Um, we're going to, as I said, I promised. Do you just write these down, these Stop. answers? Oh, we're going straight to the answers now. Oh, okay. Cool. okay. So that you know where Mikey's head at is at. So, his, 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 <laughs> In the loft with the other. Uh, <laughs> so, his answer um, superpower? Question mark. I fancy the idea of flying. Yes! Well, then, Scoby, one to Scoby. Um, you ever had one of those dreams when you're hovering around town and get blown up by a gust of wind and carried down the street? I used to have them a lot in my top bunk days and found the feeling elevating. Tom's having an attack of some description. Coughing. Oh, right. Um, you, and you can keep it a secret and become a famous long jumper. So you paraphrased him in the... Pa- yeah. yeah. Also, you, you, uh, by going through and doing it this way, you're getting a feel of what I've done with the answers. Yeah, your own creativity. So, absolutely. So how do you feel about... Not succeeding with that one. Goku was, I thought, let's throw in some manga characters. Mikey loves manga. So it was a Red Bull. It was yeah, a red, red, red herring. Red, not Red Bull, that's different. Uh, I, the thing is, it doesn't surprise me. He's a very unpredictable character, Mikey, isn't he? Um, yeah. Obviously, you did, you were you weren't at school with him, but he was very good at, um, very good at triple jump. Um, oh, okay. So the listeners may now hear Greg cracking over the Sailor Jerry's... For a bit of top up, okay. Um, I don't. There are just for anyone out there is other brands of rum. That you can <laughs> drink. Um, but if I'm anyone, sure you've made that joke many, many times. But this, all right, the first one we just believe. So well, well done, Tom. You've um, there, there will be a prize for um, this rum, which will be the rum. So um, thanks, Ray. Question uh, scenario number two: you're, you're marooned on a desert island in need of food. You decide to eat one of your own body parts to keep going. Penis. What body part do you eat and why? On a personal level? Well, if it was that guy in the sauna, I like, know <laughs> which one I would do. <laughs> a lot of me. From a personal perspective, you're... <laughs> Definitely not. Um, <laughs> we've seen you have two of, or more. <laughs> sure. Good way of thinking about it. I just picked the dead faces for you. Would that keep you going? Oh, dead, off dead skin. <laughs> faces for you. Yeah. Is there much nourishment in the dead skin of your feet? Uh, I'd probably well, do that anyway, would that be <laughs> One thing, nails, earwax, eyelashes. Uh, no, you got to think of something that's going to sustain you. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's, 
you, you can only have one meal if you can't feed food. This is um, this is sustainable, isn't it? Okay. Sustainable food source. Maybe a bit of fat off the belly, because um, I, I could do with that too. So this that is like a, a buffet banquet. <laughs> <you're doing laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking long term. Like, your skin grows yours back. A, in yours are canopies. Yeah, I can have a nail a day. I've I'm more than that. I've got more than seven fingers. So would that keep you going then? Because actually, that would keep get the, the, the digestion, the, the acids flowing, and you'd probably feel more hungry. Well, that bit of sleep, <laughs> eyelash, earwax. That's all stuff you eat anyway. <laughs> well, that's what sustains life, isn't it? Well, let's go to the options anyway. It's definitely um, sustaining a lot of debate. This yeah. <laughs> it's sustainable. It would have to be my left leg. Uh, that's probably got a lot of I meat. I thought we got to chew. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm giving you three options. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, that's got a lot of meat on it, so I could dine out for a good good week on that. Plus, I reckon I'll be right with just the right. I used to do triple jump at school. I'm oh, not that a, again. He's going on about that. <laughs> and had a pretty good hop. So, um, <laughs> All right, then we know there's a theme here. Match, <laughs> match, <laughs> match <laughs> in Option, no, option. He set the triple jumping last time. Long, long jump. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> option B. I'd start with my right... <laughs> sorry. I'd start with my right nipple because that doesn't really do much and my left nipple has a tattoo on it so that would probably taste a bit funky and give me ink poisoning Um, option C I would go for the brain the scalp has no nerve endings so it shouldn't hurt too much to get to it and it would be a bit of a trip to see the outcome of each mouthful definitely not that one (laughs) B all the way B all the way he's referencing specific body markings on his person i.e. the left the left nipple has tattoos? Uh, he's going for the right nipple, so left nipple has tattoos. And yeah. I can confirm the left nipple doesn't have the tattoo on it. Does? Does, yeah. When did you notice that? When he showed me. In the sauna. Uh, okay, yeah, I think I'm going to go for B as well. B as You're well. you bash it out? Okay. The option was number A. Number A? Uh, let's, well, it would have to be my left leg. That's probably got a lot of meat on it, so I could dine out for a good triple week on that. Jump. Plus, I reckon it'd be all right with just the right. I used to do triple jump, as you may remember, school, and had a pretty good hop. I'll leave the right leg alone because it's got a tattoo on it. See what I did there? Uh, so, a bit of a, bit of a waste of money and sentiment. Sent- and he's got sentiment towards that leg, so we need it. They're all kind of, I thought they were a waste of money anyway. Oh, <laughs> so no win, no winner on that round. Okay. Oh, we're actually marked. Oh yeah, there's a prize, Tom. Come on, oh, he, he's slipping in the, the reference to his school sporting days quite often. <laughs> so like two for two on that. Okay. Water Pele's next, isn't it? right? <laughs> the whole population of the Earth are turned into wax models. What do you do? But you're obviously not a wax model. Permanently, forever. Permanently, forever. You get a baseball band. Oh, <laughs> I've never thought of that. I've never thought of that question. That's it's a wax. I make a candle. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, it's obviously going to be sexy. Something sexual. Yeah. I, I, I well, you, you, you have Fifty Shades of Grey. So you, that, that, uh, perhaps that's when you're going to flower. You know, at the moment, the real humans, you can't get your satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And they turn <gasps> wax. That's when you're going to... Do you reckon you're going to be by wax? Well, I think if that's all, all you've got, um, you have to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's animals still, isn't there? Or the animals turn Animals are fine. I think I'd rather have sex with a wax model <laughs> than an animal. Well, ha- what happens if you went to a department store and there was There's a mannequin, mannequin <laughs> next to a wax model? They're, they're kind of like, they're both artificial now. Which wax is a bit more manual. But also, I imagine <laughs> they'd be like quite lifelike. Yeah. Like very... 
Not All right, so you get to Madame, Madame Two. No, better than Madame yeah. Two Swords. Yeah. All right, if you went to Madame Two Swords and he had a like, celebrity or one of Angelina Jolie is who I'm thinking of, by the way. Okay. So you go to Hollywood wherever she lives, go to her household. What would you do to this wax model? No, this is or this real. This, this is what person who's taken wax. What would you do to them? Take first of all, take probably take the wax clothes off. <laughs> Do the clothes tend to wax? Yeah, everything. I guess. Well, probably not, actually. Yeah. No, yeah. I guess. So they're probably quite no, easy. No, she's wearing a thong, it might get yeah, I set put, into the box. <laughs> put some music on. Uh, Light a candle? No, I don't want to risk that. <laughs> um, wax lyrical. <laughs> get her drunk. Uh, I don't know. Um, it's not me, I'm seeing she. How would you get a wax woman drunk? Poor more cat. Where, where, would it, where would the night end anyway? Some kinky stuff with the candle wax. <laughs> pouring, <laughs> pouring it on her. Um, She's getting fatter as you pour it on. Should, I don't know. Should we see where, I, where we've gone? Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where am I? <laughs> right. 50 shades of so, First option. It would be very interesting to see what people were doing in their last moments. I'd have a look around and try to see what my friends were doing just before they solidified. <laughs> Option two, I'd make elaborate candles of all my friends. Or the last one, I would create little characters for all the people around and live off the land. I'd probably loot the shit out of everything and live a short life of luxury. I wouldn't hang, hang around too long. Loop the shit. Loot. Loot the shit. What does that mean? Create little mystery. characters out of <laughs> everyone who is around. There'd already be characters. It's like scenarios, like children with face I think it's uh, that one. I really do. You think it's C, the last one? A turns everyone into characters. Okay, Greg. But you went for uh, candles yourself, Tom, initially. Yeah, I think that's... No, but I, that's pretty sadistic, isn't it? Um, <laughs> He's blooming the radiator. Right. I think I think I would go for C as well. C. Because you said number C. Why? Okay. You can't copy my answers, Greg. I don't know. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> so, this is Microsoft answer verbatim. Wax models, you say, and it's just me. I'd be a little more concerned about the fact that everyone has gone... That's not very good English from Mike there, sorry. Japan. Gone the whole so wax thing. Um, I've never been to Madame Sue Swords, but never really interested me much, so I don't think I'd be too intrigued if it happened. Mm. After watching I Am Legend, I suppose I might create little characters for the people around and live off the land. I'd probably... Yeah! yeah. Wait. I'd probably... We don't like, like them. <laughs> I'd probably... Lo- <laughs> I'd probably loot the shit out of everything and live a short life of luxury. I wouldn't want to hang around too long. Oh, it would be Dark. interesting to see what people, my friends were doing in their last moments, though. So, I'll, and I'll try and see what they did just before they solidified. So it's both. It's okay. Oh, so we, did, we still got... You got a half point. No, we, yeah. do, we didn't say we could choose two things, did you? But that's just the way the quiz is what they're working. Fast. You've got to... Fast complain to the, the man- fast and the furious. Yeah, Com- complain to the management about. Um, the management? But we got it though, yeah. Uh, you got half point. So we could pick. Sorry, we should have picked both. Should have picked both. But we weren't you, aware. Of this. Can we pick no, all three are. then every time? You may, and then we'll maybe, maybe, obviously. Full pot, full mark. I want to pick. No, you get. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just the way the quiz is working. I'm sorry. Um, How many A4 sides of this have you got? Uh, just there's three sheets. One's got answers. One's got highlighted answers. And one's got verbatim. Um, would you rather make love to a cat if you were a dog or a dog if you were a cat say that again would you rather make love to a 
a cat if you're a dog, or a dog if you're a cat. Um, what mind does this come from? Uh, you have it? Hmm? Worry. Um, no, I suppose it's not a proper. You know, it's not a proper comparison because. What kind of dog? You're kind of different things in both. You're doing different things. Okay. You're a dog, shagging a cat. Okay. What kind of dog? dog. Whatever, Dane? whatever dog Should you I want. want. Do you want to hear the options? I, I know what I'd be. I know. What I'd, I'd be a cat rogering a dog. Hmm. I'd be a cat, which is great. They live charm lives. Screwing a biatch wouldn't be too far from my comfort zone, anyway. Oh, hmm. glimpse into his. I'd be a dog. This is the other option. Rogering a cat. At least this way, if things turn ugly, I'd probably beat beat the cat in a fight. I've just two options in that one. Sorry. A. A. You'd be a cat rogering. Well, Mikey. Mike. Mike yeah. would be a cat rogering a dog. Greg. We're probably being unfair because you're always going first. And next next time, make sure. That, well, I I know that Mikey likes cats, so don't. He probably really want to fuck one. No, he I might think want to be one. He'd rather be one rather than fuck one. How do you know he likes cats? Because his girlfriend bought him a cat necklace, his ex, one of his ex-girlfriends. He had that shit. Did he just wear that purely just to like, uh, put up with her? Did he actually want? No, he does like cats. He, he, yeah, he does. Uh, I'll go with A <laughs> as well. I know you think I'm copying you, but I think we're just on both, the same Both way. went for A. Um, easy question, apparently. <laughs> I'd be a cat rogering a dog. Um, yeah! Screwing a biatch wouldn't be too far. I don't like that so. It's just putting a... Get a taste in that mouth. Right, so uh, Greg and Scobie, well done. But Scobie's still in the lead. By how much? One. By one. By one. I'll go first this time. Yeah. 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 What happens when you get scared half to death twice? Right. (laughs) What do you think? Personally, uh, nothing. Nothing. Right. You're scared. Okay. So this, these are options. A, you're a pussy. Cat again. B, <laughs> uh, you get scared one hole to death. Hmm. It's more factual. C, a portal opens to another dimension. So, Greg, you're going to be answering that one first. What do you think? What do you think Mikey would go with that? What was B? B was you get scared whole, one hole to death. So two halves make a hole. Hmm. Well, see, that's what the question's kind of leading to. Yeah. Um, that's very cracker-type joke. <laughs> yeah. It's not a joke. It's, it's, well, it's kind of like the... Oh, I don't know. I, you're right there, Greg. I'm trying uh, to, really trying to get into the mind of Mikey. Um, I'm already there. I don't know about the force for another dimension. seems a bit too, like, obvious, wacky. Mm. I might say just, A, you're a pussy. I don't like the answer. Okay. But I'm going to be... I'm going to go for C, because Mike is wacky at times. Okay, you're going for C. The answer is A. You're a pussy. Yeah! So we've I got... I myself. Um, so we're actually tied um, at, what, that, three and a half points each. Get an audience around Oh, I should have got my machine. Oh, yeah. Do you want to run and get it? Is it soundboard box? <laughs> Should we take this intermission? Yeah, I think that'd be good. I'm back. We had a bit of an intermission on that one just to um, get Greg's noise box. Uh, on a bit long. Thanks. So that was worth waiting for and pausing the podcast over. Um, right, so we're back to the... Uh, we're th- tied at three and a half, so it's... Are you nervous Question at all? 98. 
This is another bit stupid one along the same lines of what happens when you get scared half to death twice. And the question is, when Cheese gets his picture taken, what does it say? When Cheese gets its picture taken... What does it say? Uh, so, like, you know, the camera, uh, what's it saying? Uh, Obviously, we say cheese. Cheeses say... Okay. Humans? Again, it's another cracker joke. Similar, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a fourth member of this podcast. It's a voice box thing. Sound machine. Sound machine, sorry. Um, should we want to hear the options? Yeah. Uh, cheese is option A, and they're unoriginal dairy products. B... Uh, I took a picture of a cheese once, and it shared, it, and, and it shared, and it said, um, "Be careful to get my gout aside." Mm. <laughs> and, and option C, uh, nothing. On a side note, you should never take a picture of a cheese before noon. <laughs> so, what do we think, people? I was just in the establishing of the opposite. I reckon B was too um, too witty. It's too no, witty. not that he's not. Yeah, it's above above Mikey's intelligence. Okay, like, sure. Know, a bit too prepared, way. I think. Yeah. yeah. We did have time to prepare. Oh, it wasn't okay. like I just you know asked for an answer so away. It's just not Mike. Be careful. To get um, your gout aside. Sure. No. No. So not B. We're all out B. C. Do you cheese and say cheese? Could, yeah. No, that was A as well. A. Sorry. <laughs> how many? How many are allowed to choose? Cheese. How do we? Well, it's not really. Well, they don't really combine up very well, but um, it's up to you. I'm just oh, are they see there? <laughs> like, well, You'll get no. You, um, I'm, if it's if there is no if there's not a right answer amongst them. No, if there's a right amongst right answer amongst the two that you've chosen. You're not going to get any points. Oh, so one counts out the other. Yeah. So if I choose none now, I I, I could potentially. Get no points. I'm gonna go with A. Right, I'm A. Go with A. Cheese to say cheese. Or C again. C was nothing. They don't say anything. On a side note, you should never take a picture of cheese before noon. I'm gonna go with C. I'm gonna go with A. Right. So the answer was I took a picture of a piece of cheese once, and it said, "Be uh, careful to get my gal aside." Unlucky guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wrong one, wasn't it? And you've got... Right. Find it. Shh, carry on. Carry on, right. So, uh, next scenario. Um, and maybe the that guy doesn't feature in this scenario. Yeah. Um, you wake up one morning and discover you are Tom Scobie. What? Do what? You, what do you do? Oh, God. Greg, what, Tom, you, you wake up one morning <laughs> you and Tom Scobie. What do you do? Uh, <laughs> goes to work. <laughs> do I have an out-of-body experience? I think, oh my god, I'm Tom Scooby, I just carry on as I am normally. I guess you can't. Is it like a John Malkovich thing where you see other Scobies yeah. everywhere? Yeah, out-of-body Being experience? Tom Scobie, just no. other faces of Scobie everywhere. Great. I I just, yeah. um, well, if I was Scobie, I would probably take over the country. In a day? Try and take over the country. In, in a China. day? Yeah. <laughs> um, so trying to hear this, the options? Um, I'd try and make it as a Jimmy Savile impersonator. <laughs> just, just, That's you, just, just, that. just to give that context, <laughs> Tom Scobie does look slightly like Jimmy Savile. That's 
stuff after taking legal action. One too many, um, many paedophile references in this podcast. And swearing. Um, what was the other one? Oh, the Lost Prophet. B. Um, it's got a thing about paedophile. Vote for the Green Party, guest tattoo, get my lip pierced, wear leather chaps. I always thought Scobie would look good in leather. That's mad saying that. Or C. <laughs> I'd form my own lookalike business with a staff member of one, and it would be called Scoba Likes. Because also Scobie looks like you a said, lot of other people. You, mm. Mm. So A, A, B, or C. Tom, you get to choose first in this round. I'm going to go for B. So B, you vote for the Green Party, get a tattoo, get lip pierced, and wear leather chaps. Okay, right. Greg? Um, C. C. So you'd form a lookalike business with a staff of one, and it would be called Scobie Likes. Mm. I'm Tom Scobie question mark question mark question mark I'd get the hell out of there exclamation mark (laughs) and then he'd burp but he would vote for the Green Party get a tattoo get his lip pierced wear leather chaps and Mikey Kettle thinks you look good in leather yes so Scobie's Scobie's now got four and a half and Greg, you're still on for three and a half. So I was just trying to be different there. Yeah, there is all to play for. All to play for. Very right. Nice. I think Mike can understand that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, the entire population have vaporised, and you were the last man on earth. Similar to the apocalyptic. Similar to the white sun. That is scary. What do you do after screaming like a lady? Do they have, you have, you have the wax Angelina Jolie or? <laughs> Everyone's just like sawdust, like well, no, just little dust, little piles of dust. If you ever, I, I think about really, this scenario yeah, quite often, actually. Um, hoping for it. Because I, I, whenever I ask people this question, they often say, "Well, I probably just kill myself because it's what you know. What's the point?" But mm-hmm. I'd love to just, I just explore the whole world, um, just as one man. Get maybe a couple of dogs as friends. How much you get? You'd have to walk. I mean, yeah, take a car. Um, well, you, once you get to mainland Europe. You can kind of you can get to like Russia, China. And is that the main goal? Is it get mainland Europe? Well, I'd probably go that way rather than to I'd probably die if I was where, trying to get where you on, on to America. Hmm? America's what? No, I'm just exploring. I just explore my whole life. Why don't you do that now? Um, because doing it that if it, you could just use the re, you could use you loot all the resources, couldn't you? So you well, it's not like, looting when everyone's dead. Well, right, true, but you like you could just go from car to car with your tank of petrol left in it. And then you could get in a boat, go across. Right. You're going to sail across the but, Atlantic on your um, own. I'm not saying that's my dream. I want to do that. I'm saying yeah, if everyone's are. dead, I'd do that. So I'd you're just... saying your dream is to kill them and then... <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Um, you guys ever thought about it? What you'd do? Well, you'd go into places you're not allowed and do things you're not That would be cool as well, yeah. Exactly. Maybe sell off some nukes. <laughs> well, that's probably what happened in the first place, but... Uh, I could okay, of... You could maybe sit in... The House of Parliament, or the Queen's or the White House, the Oval Office. Dust those. Would you be able to get in? I'd dust off those. Huh? Would you, how would you get in, though? Well, you could up, just, wouldn't you? But no, you, but they're still locked. I mean, it's You could probably get, like, bomb... You could probably go to a, an army surplus store and get yourself mm. a... I imagine I'd sort of be, like, a bit of a Wally character. Um, just kind of... Where's Wally? Mm. Yeah, that. He's saying Wally. Wally, the robot, just sort of uh. wandering around like a junk, junkyard. And, I mean... Trying to make laughter, but probably just the sound machine or all of you have got. Because that's what, like, Wilson and, was it? Castaway. Castaway, yeah. Castaway, yeah. But the thing you, you'll never know is, like, 
everyone say the in your close proximity might be dead, but and TV's gone down. But you, you, there's always going to be hope. There might be one person left alive. Oh, so else. you're not told that everyone's made price. You, well, who would tell you? Well, you. You've just told us. Well, if the world, but you, if, if you're, oh, there's always hope. Yeah, you just carry on. Then if you're putting that scenario, you'd always kind of, you know, that's the the human disposition to. Hope, quite funny, if Greg. I put. Sort of, I'd probably just send a flare up. Great. If if he were the last person, we take this box round. I think that would be the Wilson to to Greg's Tom Hanks. Um, Yeah. But anyway, these are these are the options. The Wilson to Greg's Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I'll try and find one some one survivor somewhere. Hopefully, Asian and female. Sure. So, um, I try and act out as many fantasies I could. Find a sweet car, drive it to the port, find a boat, and try sailing. I'd stock up with food, drink, and drugs. I managed to find in a nightclub back office somewhere, head up the coast to Tokyo, maybe a giveaway, uh, live in a penthouse suite for a while, live it up. Very long. Um, and then C, I would wonder why I was left behind, I would try meditating and seeking the truth metaphysically. If everyone's really gone, and there's not, then there's not a lot to live for, no social exploration, no legacy to leave, no Game of Thrones season four. Is Mikey a Game of Thrones fan? Someone is. I can't say who. I think it's B. You think it's B? Okay. Was it your turn to go first? Uh, I've stated my claim. Okay, sorry. It's a bit too late, isn't it, I suppose? C. C. You said, say that again, it's me. C. C. <laughs> Frank Spencer, right? Again, I'm afraid this was a bit of a trick question. It was A, B and C. Oh, so we all get a third of a point? You get none. Oh, no, you do get a third of a point. You're correct. That's how we've been doing scoring. <sighs> yeah, I'm lost. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> right. So we've got two two scenarios left, Greg. You need to get one of these right. You need to beat to go with one of these. Sure. He needs to. to what win. happens if he... Li- oh, okay. To win. Um, every time you climax after sex, oh, you puke up at the same time. What do you do? Is that right? Climax after sex? Well, I during sex, isn't it? I suppose Not during. from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two days later... <laughs> Two days later, you have someone at the door. Um, <laughs> sex is done. <laughs> oh shit! Climax. Um, so, how how would you deal with that scenario, Greg? That's probably a Fifty Shades of Grey gift right there, isn't it? Ever happened to you? What climaxing after sex? Mm, well, kind of at the same time. And then puking up. Mm. Nah. I've had the urge to throw up during uh, coitus. Had the urge before. to have a poo. Really? Stop playing with that fucking thing. Yeah, swearing. Um, I had to pause from the love making process, the deed from the back, and go and go and puke on it. Uh, it happened. I'm just saying that happened once. So. Was it illness or Is just that a reflection drunk a lot? on the girl? Drunk a lot. Drunk a lot. Reflection on the girl. I would like to think not. <laughs> I'm going to irrefutably say no. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. Something about Mikey though here. Was it within your grasp? And then you puke. That would be quite annoying. Like what was in my grasp? A climax, like two seconds away, uh, or no, like no. just got started. So right, okay. So here's, here's our options. I'd take that tour on the road. A kind of burlesque meets bulimia kind of thing. Might call it splurge bitches. B. I'd only have sex doggy style because at least then I could like puke on the back and try and develop a quick wipe, wipe away technique. <laughs> or C. I'd learn the, uh, the art of tantric, then at least you prolong the inevitable double climax 
and who knows, maybe you'll um, get she'll get lost in the sexual Elysium that no one would notice. Elysium, that's quite it's quite wordy for Mike, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we just teach English. Probably not Elysium, I don't think he's taking Elysium to the Japs. It's Latin, isn't it? Okay, um, B? So you to go first. So you think B, doggy style. Yeah. Tom? No, C. Changed it to tantric. Okay. Tom, how do you feel? We've got splurge bitches. Um, <laughs> um, Stop. Something like that, yeah. Um, doggy, Stop right now. Doggy Make style or, uh, or tantric. I'm going to go with Greg's answer. Sing. Then it can. Then it means I can never win if he. But I do generally think it's C. Generally think it's C. Yeah. Um, you're both right. It is option number C. To get yeah. <laughs> and um, really Mikey's um, verbatim answer. I came real close to this once. Luckily, hey. I, luckily, I managed to catch myself and hold it back. But it did kind of ruin the moment. I'd say go tantric, then at least you can prolong the inevitable double climax, and who knows, maybe you'll be lost in a sexual elysium that no one notices. Yeah. So. Wow. This last round, I'm going to forbid you from um, saying each other's answer. Okay, Tom? So we have to write them down? No. But so, well, if I know it's completely right. Okay, we can write them down. No, just say Scobie goes first. Alright, Scobie is first. <laughs> hmm. No, that gives Greg the badge, no? Okay. Alright, so here's the scenario. You wake up one morning Chair in a woman's... Chair with the red box, Scobie, please. Sorry. I'm trying to quit here. You wake up one morning in a woman's body, but she's fat and ugly. Describe your day. Oh, this is... I... I don't... Oh, the day? I don't think it's one these questions are very, very sordid. <laughs> Saucy to so general. Like, you know, favourite colour or like really? a dish, you know, favourite Indian. I thought... <laughs> like a, a Mr and Mrs Good. Yeah. This ain't a Mr and Mrs Good, right? Well, I thought, if you had one of day, if you had like a few months, you'd have kept the trim off. Still be ugly. So at least I'm thin enough. No, you actually just found it. No. Well, plastic surgery, the whole world, she looks hot. So you're now, 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 you're Interesting. Well, like, often comedians are more successful if they've got like a bit of a stigma. So if you're a fat and ugly girl, you probably. Could you give Greg an example of a fat ugly girl? No. That we could all put. Uh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to point fingers. Um, Let's see what Mike says. See what Mike said. Uh, option number A. Uh, ring Jeremy. Number A again. Ring Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. Let. <laughs> number B. <laughs> I'd hit the gym and start working uh, working that dough into a sexy little unit. After that, I'd work on some awesome skills to distract from my looks, like music, languages, acrobatics, and dancing. C, I'd probably go down the route of plastic surgery, which would turn me back into a man. I get to answer first, don't I? You do. And I've already basically, my answer's the same as Mike's. Number, uh, number B, you start me up. <laughs> Letter B. Letter B. Yeah. Well, would you think you would? Have, would you have gone for that, Greg? Or I was, that was definitely tempting me. Okay. 
So you've only got ring Jeremy Carl. I can, I can hear his voice echoing. plastic echo. surgery. It's your chance to, to... I know. I don't know if he <laughs> would like he turn himself back into a man. I think he'd like to be a woman. Yeah. Um, I think it's B. So, I mean, that's the one. But to make it interesting, I'm going to say I think it's B, but I'm going to say to make it interesting, I'm going to say C. C. <laughs> Number C. Where's right. that mate? PLC? Attention span, guys. Um, so, this is his verbatim answer. Ring Jeremy Cole, question mark. So that's not actually his answer. Taking the emotional expul... I wrong. Expulsion, I think he means. Out of it. I'd hit the gym and start uh, working that dough into a sexy little unit. After that, I'd work on some awesome skills to distract from my looks, like music, language, acrobatic, and dancing. Um, I'd call a mega girl on BBC or Channel 4 or whatever and, and say, you don't believe what happened to me, and then tell that story. Um, but I'm getting distracted uh, with more of a life plan here. The first day would be interesting. I'd definitely stare at myself in the mirror in disbelief and probably call my friends and see what they think. I'd probably end up on another session of Craig's if it goes on and on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Scabies, Good job you got that sound box. Scabies, you're it um, yeah, taking that win. Oh, I didn't wow. like, like with a win of two, two points. I, I can't add up third. Well, that, I mean, so. I, I'm bored. I don't know what I don't know about the listeners there. That last that last one went on forever. That last answer. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, then where does that leave us now? We got we, we're we, halfway through the podcast now. No, we, that's the that's the last talking point. Oh. On this de- today's talking points on, on today's uh, for today's podcast. So, talking points. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show today. Oh, we can finish rounding up on that. Unless you've got anything more to. Well, no. I mean, I'm we've done over an hour. hour. It's cool. Oh, finish on one of those. Though. Finish on a down note and me going on board. Finish on one of those. That, that wasn't me that said that. that no, was, I'm. Yeah. No, you've... that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Um, so thanks, thanks for joining me today, uh, Greg and Scoby. Um, do, you th- do you think you'd like to be back on one of these podcasts one day, Scoobs? Yeah. Well, I thought it was a bit short. <laughs> That's my favourite thing. And, and on that note, thanks what? for coming, Scoby. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, I think it was just a Merry Christmas to everyone. You, you go away with a win, and the prize, um, which the prize is, you get to come back and be on another podcast. Oh, so, cool. always playful. Um, so, just leaves me to thank Greg Ash, my co host, for coming thank on today. Thank you for listening. And, and, um, stay clear of those saunas. Sure. Actually, no, go into them. More people, oh, more than One merit. more time out of the website if you're. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's any, uh, selfless promotion. www.50shadesofgreg.com. <laughs> thank you.